welcome to Global Broadcasting, where together we'll learn at Jesus' feet how to live successfully as kingdom absolutes for Christ on the earth. Today we will be learning how to yield to the righteousness of God within. We're learning how to yield to the righteousness of God within. 1 Corinthians 1 verse 26 to 30 says, For you see your calling, brethren, how that not many wise men after the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble are called, but God has chosen the foolish things of this world to confound the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to confound the things which are mighty, and base things of the world, and the things which are despised as God chosen, yes, and things which are not to bring to naught, things which are that no flesh should glory in the presence of the Lord, but of him are you in Christ Jesus, who of God is made unto us wisdom, righteousness, and sanctification, and redemption. So we see that Jesus Christ has been made unto us wisdom. He has been made unto us righteousness. He has been made unto us sanctification. He has been made unto us redemption. Are you in need of wisdom today the book of james says you need not be afraid but you can freely ask in faith not in wavering because when you ask in faith jesus said you are sure to receive and the wisdom that is from above is above all and jesus christ is that wisdom the righteousness of faith in christ jesus that we have received through christ jesus is superior to any other righteousness is superior to any other way by which you might want to live a life of example in as much as we always want to go about it our way jesus is saying to us today i am the first focus i am the beginning and the end of your righteousness and if you will trust me i will work in you i will work through you unto the manifestations of my blessings upon the earth and so we see in the book of second corinthians 5 17 to 21 Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new, and all things of God, who has reconciled, who has reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ, and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation to the to the extent that God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world unto himself not imputing the trespasses unto them and has committed unto us the word of reconciliation now then we are ambassadors for christ as though christ did beseech you by us we pray you in christ's stead be you reconciled to god for he has made him to be seen for us who knew no sin that we might be made the righteousness of God in him for we have been made he has made Christ Jesus to be seen for us this was what I was talking about when he said Jesus Christ has been made unto us righteousness 
He's been made unto us wisdom. He, he took that lowly path for us to be able to live life free. He, he, scripture says it this way. Himself took our infirmities and bore our sicknesses. The chastisement of our peace was upon him that by his stripes we were healed. Meaning Jesus was our substitute in sickness. He says in the book of Galatians 3 that Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the Lord. Being made a curse for us for it is written. Cursed is anyone who hangs upon the tree so that the blessing of Abraham can come upon us meaning he became our substitute in the curse scripture also makes it clear to us that he we through his poverty were made to become rich meaning he became our substitute in poverty Jesus became our substitute in everything evil and negative that the enemy the devil had brought upon us by reason of the fall of Adam which we inherited and so when we now receive Christ Jesus into our lives when we receive him as our personal Lord and Savior he becomes our substitute and that's why scripture says he is our ransom and so in that same sense through the mystery of redemption Christ Jesus has been made sin for us so that we who were all our lifetime under the bondage of sin might be set free in Christ Jesus we have been made the righteousness of God and it is important for us to know that it is not of ourselves but it is the gift of God to us and it is the gift and the calling of the Lord that are without repentance every other thing in this life is always there is always this fear that it could recede it could retrogress it could go down it could experience a recession but the righteousness of God is one that keeps shining bright and I believe that's why scripture says the path of the just is as a shining light that shines more and more until the perfect day because the gifts and the calling of God are without repentance therefore it doesn't matter what the enemy may have arrayed against you or Maybe he has been working against your destiny, against your life, and you seem to be struggling with with sin. Begin to focus your gaze on Christ Jesus because as you abide in Christ Jesus, you will be made whole, you will be perfected on all sides by faith in him and in his word. And you're to live your life from glory to glory, from grace to greater grace as you focus on Christ Jesus the author and the finisher of your faith who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross and despised the shame and through faith in Christ Jesus and his word no matter what the enemy has arrayed against you your victory is sure no wonder Romans 4 16 says that it is a faith that it might be by grace to the end that the promise of God might be made sure unto us who were not natural Jews but became so through faith in Christ Jesus just as it was for Abraham who believed God and it was accounted unto him for righteousness what does that mean it simply means that by trying to establish your own righteousness independent of Christ Jesus we're sure to fail we're sure to fall we're sure to experience defeat in our lives but as long as we continue to keep our gaze upon the word walking in the light of his of his word walking in the reality of his love 
then we are sure to dominate the world of sin. We're sure to dominate every evil that the enemy has arrayed against us because Jesus Christ has been made unto us righteousness and we in turn have been made in him the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so in him, we are no longer falling short but rather we're coming up either just as the book of Acts 20 verse 30, uh, 32 says that I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up. The word of his grace is able to build you up, building you up, making you immune to sin and sinning and giving you an inheritance amongst the saints. But you have to believe this word. You have to receive it by faith and yield your members to it. You're to yield your members to it. We have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, meaning we now have the power to live righteous upon the earth through the grace of Christ at work in us. What grace is this? It is the grace which worked in Christ Jesus when he was tempted with all temptations, but yet he was without sin. When we embrace God's grace in our lives, we become superior to sin and not enslaved by it. We tore above the temptations of the world and will believe in as true shine in light because our old life is dead and gone forever and this new life we now live will live in Christ Jesus as Christ Jesus upon the earth remember the scripture says that as he is so are we in this world as who is as Christ Jesus is so are we in this world so we have that same power through his grace he gave us his grace so that we can live like him and that's why scripture says we should look to him, the author and the finisher of our faith, who went through all the motions, the temptations, the tribulations, the persecutions. No matter what you might have been faced with of recent, you can rise above that if you will embrace the grace of God. Remember what Apostle Paul experienced when he was arrayed, the devil had arrayed a lot of challenges against him. He cried out to help unto the Lord. And the Lord said, my grace is sufficient unto you. And my strength is made perfect in your weakness. And later on down the line, Apostle Paul testified of this. That I, I, I was able to come up either above that challenge. And now I've been able to labor more abundantly than ye all, yet not I, but by the grace. But how was it working? Because he was yielding to that grace. The grace of God will begin to reveal to you insight, concept, ideas, will begin to show you the way to go. And all you need to do is to begin to yield, to begin to obey, to begin to follow the, the, the truth of the word of God that will be coming alive within your spirit each day you come before the father don't just come religiously to say i just have to uh, read my chapter today or i just have to take my daily guide today it's beyond that christianity is relationship with the creator of the universe who has made us his son 
And so we now have that freedom to come boldly to the throne of grace, to obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So come before him each day eager to receive of his daily benefit because he said he daily loads us with benefit. Benefit of his favor, of his goodness, of his mercy, of direction, of instruction, of correction, of life, of righteousness that we may be able to subdue and overcome whatever temptation and just as Jesus was that despite the fact that we might be tempted in so many forms of temptations we should be without sin because we now have the power the power of sin has been taken away and we now dominate sin by the force of righteousness that is within us what righteousness the righteousness of God So we see that through Christ Jesus, we're now above sin. Grace at work in us gives us dominion over sin. So we can't sin for how can we, who have been made the righteousness of God, yield our members? How can we yield our members any longer to sin? How can we do such? Because now we have been given the authority, we've been given the power, the anointing of righteousness, of the grace of God now flows within us. And so we now begin to yield to righteousness. We thirst after righteousness. We taught our eye above the temptations of this world and will believe in as a true shining light because our old life is dead and this new life we live, we'll leave it in Christ Jesus and as Christ. Christ Jesus is upon the earth, so are we. Can Jesus Christ sin? No. If the answer is no, in the same vein, we also, through the grace of God that is at work in us, we also have that power to dominate sin. We have, and that was why all through the epistle, it was always seeming strange to Paul when there were issues in the churches and someone committing adultery, someone uh, uh, committing fornication, someone committing incest and all manner of, of evil. And he was like, shall you sin and expect grace to abound? Don't you know that he that joins his flesh to a harlot is doing evil against his own body? Don't you know that you're now the temple of the Holy Ghost? What link does Belial have to do with with the Son of God? What link has darkness has to do with light? Notice he's calling you the Son of God. Notice he's calling you light. There is no link because light shines in darkness and darkness comprehends it not. So if you find yourself constantly falling into sin, constantly under the oppression of the enemy it's time for you to stand up tall and take your place in the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and begin to make your declarations of faith begin to hold fast to God's word and say no enough is enough Satan I have been made the righteousness of God I will not fall anymore I take my place in glory in the righteousness and I rebuke you in the name of Jesus and you know what scripture says the Lord said the devil is gonna flee from you when you do that Because now you're yielded to God. And so you're sure to have dominion. But how are we going to be able to cause change in the world around us? Except we are first free from every bondage 
free from every reproach. I remember a time in my life I was going through personal struggles, internal struggles. And the Holy Spirit said these words to me and they've been precious to me ever since. He said, I need you to be free so that you can set others free. I need you to be free so that you can set others free. Can a drug addict help another person out of that same affliction? Can a smoke addict help someone else out of that situation? You must first be free before you can pull another out. You must first be out of the pit before you can pull up your partner out of the pit. And this is why God gave his son Jesus Christ so that we can be free from the bondage, from the afflictions, from the oppressions of the enemy, so that we can set others free. And notice what he said in the book of uh, Isaiah 54, verse 17. He says, you will be far from oppression, 14 to 17. You will be far from oppression, for you will not fear, and from terror, for it shall not come near you. No weapon, verse 17 says, no weapon formed against you can ever prosper. And every tongue that rises up against you in judgment, you will condemn. How? By the righteousness of God at work in you tangibly. Praise Jesus. So we're taking delivery of this by faith. The same way you're taking delivery of your healing and you're rebuking the devil like a stray dog off your property. And you're saying, Satan, get the behind me. I'm healed in the name of Jesus Christ. That same way you're rebuking him off your life, off your body, and you're saying, Satan, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Why? Because you have been made the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And so it is very key for us to lay hold on this truth for our liberty, for freedom from the bondage of sin, from the bondage of oppression, whatever demonic weight the enemy is bringing upon your life. Remember what it says, that no soldier who is at war entangles himself again with things, weight, mundane stuff that, that holds bound, things that limits one's destiny because it's too much of a weight. Those who are conversant with mountain climbing, one thing you note is that the higher you go, the wisdom is, the lighter you must become so that you don't get weighed down as you climb that mountain. This is what the grace of God is all about, taking the weight of your life. Sin is a weight that will slow you down in the journey of life. Sin is a weight that will limit your success, limit your breakthrough, limit your, your effectiveness in the adventure called life. But when you embrace the righteousness of God, you embrace the grace of God, then you are sure to fly high to soar above the limits of this world. So first we're to, be, we're to receive our freedom through the grace so that we can help others out of the dungeon. And I believe that this is a call to us to be bearers of the fruit of the nature of God within us by yielding to his righteousness that is already within us. Thus Romans 6 verse 6 to 23 says, Knowing this, 
that our old man is crucified with him, that the body of sin might be destroyed, that henceforth we should not serve sin. Did you see that? That henceforth we should not serve sin, for he that is dead is freed from sin. Now if we are dead with Christ, we believe that we shall also live with him, knowing that Christ, being raised from the dead, dies no more. Death has no more dominion over him, for in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he lives, he lives unto God. Likewise reckon you also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God. Can a dead man sin? The answer is no. And if the answer is no, you as the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus cannot sin this is not saying that you can go still and say i am not still and that's not what this is all about this is about the fact that the the taste for that sin the taste for adultery the taste for sinning the taste for stealing the taste for lying the taste for those vices for those evil for those weight they are gone when the devil try to bring those tempting thought into you, they're, they're irritating to you that you rebuke him immediately and you say, that is not my thought. My thought is good, uh, uh, is, a, is, is just as pure, is of a good report, is virtuous, there be any praise. These are the things I think on. I don't, I don't think on those trash. I'm not attracted to that trash. And you're keeping your gaze upon Christ Jesus because you now have a new seed within you. You now have a new root, which is the root of righteousness, which brings forth fruits of righteousness. And that's why Apostle uh, John said, he that doeth righteousness is righteous. Why? Because you have the root of righteousness within you. And so you're bound to bring forth fruits of righteousness because Jesus said, by their fruits, you shall know them. Why? Because he has given you the enabling power. He's given you the grace to be, not to act. It's not a, a once in a lifetime or, or a once in a blue moon act. It is who you have become. You have been changed. You've been translated out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord. You have now been made, meaning a recreation took place when you gave your life to Christ. And so that old nature has been done. And remember what scripture said uh, in the book of 2 Corinthians 5, 17. He who believes in Christ Jesus, all things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So you now have a new th- Uh, taste and this was exactly what apostle paul was talking about here in uh romans romans 6 it says likewise reckon yourself also to be dead indeed unto sin but alive unto god through jesus christ our lord let not sin therefore reign in your mortal body but you should obey it in the lust thereof neither should you obey it in the lust uh, thereof neither should you yield your members to it as instrument of righteousness but yield yourself unto god as those that are alive from the dead and your members are instruments of righteousness so this was what happened when you said jesus coming to my life i receive you as my personal lord and savior immediately the old man 
that once to sin died and a new man arose within you a new man was recreated by the supernatural power of the Lord who called the whole earth and the whole universe into being he in that moment he called a new man into being into your life and so that new man now begins to thirst after righteousness and you're now to yield to that thirst you're now to yield unto the father of that spirit within you who is god almighty himself jehovah praise jesus is that too simple for you is that too difficult for you it is so simple it is so easy and all you need to do is to believe and receive and yield and so we see here it says uh for sin verse 14 for sin shall not have dominion over you for you're not under the law but under the grace the grace of God you're not under the law but you're under the grace what law the law of the world the law of religion the law of old mindsets the law of old belief systems the law the unprofitable law of those that had gone before but this is not referring to the laws of the spirit because Jesus said the law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus is done what to you as set you free from the law of sin and death so there is a law of the spirit of life in Christ Jesus this was not referring to that but this was referring to the unprofitable law of the flesh of the world of religion around us of old mindset of traditions of men but rather it's not giving you one focus and one focus alone to keep your gaze upon God and the laws of the spirit to us And so he said, God forbid, he said now uh, in verse 15, what then shall we sin because we're not under the law, but under grace? God forbid. Verse 16, know you not that to whom you yield yourself servants to obey, his servants you are to whom you obey, whether of sin unto death or of obedience unto righteousness. But God be thanked that you were the servants of sin but you have obeyed from the heart that form of doctrine which was delivered to you being then made free from sin you become the servants of righteousness notice you become the servants of righteousness notice you become the servants of righteousness meaning you are to yield your members unto righteousness and so he said I speak after the manner of man because of the infirmity of your flesh for as you have yielded your members servants to unclean and to iniquity unto iniquity even so now yield your members servants to righteousness unto holiness for when you were the servants of sin you were free from righteousness what fruit had you then in those things wherefore you are now ashamed for the end of those things is death but now been made free from sin and become servants of God you have your fruits unto holiness and the end everlasting life for the wages of sin is death 
but the gift of God, which is the grace of God, is eternal life through Christ Jesus. It is therefore noteworthy, my dear friend, that Christ's grace in you, which is his gift, wrought righteousness within you. It wrought righteousness unto eternal life within you. Let's open our Bibles to the book of uh, Titus 2, verse 11 to 14. Let's see something very interesting there. Titus 2, 11 to 14 says, For the grace of God that brings salvation has appeared to all men, teaching us to deny, to deny, to deny, to reject, to refute, to rebuke on godliness and worldly lust that we should be soberly righteously and godly in this present world looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great god and our savior jesus christ who gave himself to us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a peculiar zealous people unto good works so we see that jesus gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all notice that word all so we're not to join the world in order to change the world but rather we are to take our stance other as the righteousness of god in christ jesus yielding our members to righteousness in order to leave as a shining light upon the earth to leave as the righteousness of god upon the earth and to be remember what we read in in our second corinthians uh uh, prior to this scripture that we are to be agents of reconciliation reconcil- reconciling the world back to God and so we now have been redeemed from all iniquity and we're to purify we're purified unto Christ Jesus as a peculiar people zealous unto good works good works unto good works what good works the good works of the spirit Remember, the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, meekness, gentleness, self-control, self-control, self-control. Meaning we have been given that power to now walk in the newness of life, to walk in the image of God, to do those things that the Spirit of the Lord will be laying upon our hearts, reaching out to the lost, reaching out to the poor, reaching out to the hungry, reaching out to those who are in need, even when we are in dire need. We are not to stop, we're not to faint, but to keep at it, to keep. Remember what the psalmist says, there is he that scatters scatters and yet increases. Meaning even in the midst of that challenge, you're yet reaching out. And notice what he says in the book of uh, uh, Corinthians. He says, and the God of all grace is able to make all grace abound towards you. But read the uh, preceding verses before that he talked about the fact that the corinthian church they reached out even in the midst of their poverty they are bounded unto increase unto blessing helping others and the ministry of apostle paul and so in the midst of that challenge the grace of god has been revealed and released unto us so that we can abound unto increase we can be a blessing to our world at our level You don't have to go break a bank to be of help. Help others at your level. Maybe you have uh, two sleep, uh, 
two pants, two sleepers, two shirts, and someone doesn't even have any, is exposed to the, uh, to the gale, to the storm, to the cold, you can share, you can be of help, you can be a blessing to that person, knowing that the God of all grace is able to abound towards you and have an all-sufficient in, in all things will help you to abound to every good work. So what good work? It is not the works of the world. It's not the works of religion. It's not the works of tradition, but of the spirit of God as as stipulated in the word of God, because the spirit bears witness to us and to the truth of God's word. Why? Because the spirit of God points to the son. The son gives revelation of the father and confirms his word to us and they all they all agree is one so when we yield our members unto righteousness yielding to the word of god yielding to the truth of god's word we're yielding ourselves unto god we're yielding ourselves unto his grace and most importantly we're yielding ourselves to become a reconciling agent in the world, in the dying world, being an extension of Jesus' arms and feet and legs and eyes, being an extension of his love. Remember what he said to the disciples, love ye others as I, as I have loved you. And I see that being your testimony in the name of Jesus. I see you being an agent of change where you are. It doesn't matter what you you might feel that you're not up to doing. Jesus said, my grace is sufficient unto you and my strength is made perfect in your weakness. All you just have to do is yield. Yield to me, yield to my word, yield to my spirit within you, yield to my truth unto you and you're sure to prevail, you're sure to triumph, you're sure to dominate in a dying world. Praise Jesus. And so maybe you've been listening to me and you're yet to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. This is a golden opportunity presented to you by the Father. Jesus is saying, I stand at the door of your heart and I'm knocking. If you will open up, I will come into you and I will sup with you. I will be a blessing to you. I will increase you beyond measure. I will multiply you. You will not be few. I will glorify you. You will not be small. It is the promise of God that lives and abides forever. The word of God that abides forevermore and he hastens after his word to perform it in our lives. And so if you want to do that, you can just join me in this prayer and bow to pray because with a heart you believe unto righteousness and with your mouth you make confessions unto salvation. This is the beginning of the grace walk that we've just discussed about. And I know that God is right there with you where you are. It doesn't matter what your past may have been. He says, old things are sure to pass away and all things will become new in this instant. And maybe you've received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior before, but at a certain point in time, things got rough and tough and you didn't know where to begin. Jesus is saying, come to me come to me i'm i've not left i'm right here just return home 
and I'll return to you also. And so all you need to do is to say this with me. Believe in every word of it with your heart. You can raise your right hands to heaven. You can close your eyes if you're driving. Don't do that. Uh, if you can park by the boulder, you can park by the boulder. If not, just keep your focus and your gaze upon Christ Jesus because he's right there with you in that car. He's right there with you in that restaurant. He's right there with you in that room. He's right there with you on that field. He's right there with you wherever you are. And he is eager to receive you. So say this with me. Heavenly Father, I come before you today. I repent of my sins and the past and every evil it stands for. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. I receive your cleansing by your blood. I receive your purification. I receive your justification. I receive your sanctification by your blood, Jesus Christ. I receive your freedom from sin. I receive my freedom from all manner of afflictions, from sickness, from disease, from plagues, from the curse, from poverty, from death and from lack. Thank you, Jesus Christ, for saving me. I receive you as my personal Lord and Savior. Take my life, Lord Jesus Christ, and do something beautiful with it. In your name I've prayed. Amen. Amen. Congratulations. If you said that prayer with me, heaven is full of joy. Why? Because you've just stepped out of darkness into the marvelous light of the Lord. And he's so eager to let you know how much he loves you, how much he cares about you. He wants his peace to fill your heart and fill your life and everything to become new, to be turned in tangible manifestations. Maybe you've been sick in your body. He wants you healed. And it, all it requires is faith because the just shall live by faith and faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So I encourage you to begin to study the word of God because that is where you, you encounter his faith. His words builds up, develops faith within us. And when we lay hold on the truth of his word, we are free from every entanglement of the enemy from every oppression because it is by those words we wield it as a sword against the enemy and we become victorious and so you want to know more about jesus you read that in the um new testament from matthew through to john you want to know the effect of his death and his resurrection you find that from the book of acts all the way through to the book of hebrews you want to know how this world is going to end you find that in book of revelations how it all began you find that from book of uh genesis all the way through to deuteronomy how People in time past, those who have gone before, who even went through tougher situations than you did, through storm, through gale, through everything you can think of, you'll find that from the book of uh, Joshua all the way through to the book of Job, and yet they came out strong. They became victorious. They became triumphant. You find that over in the Old Testament. You need words of encouragement for your life. You find that in the book of Psalms, words of wisdom to know what decisions to make from time to time in your business, in your career, in your finance, in whatever area of your life, your relationships, whatever area you find that in the book of Proverbs, words of destiny, prophecy concerning your life, concerning your future. You find that in the book of Isaiah, 
and all the way through the prophets from Isaiah through to the book of Malachi. The book is complete. The word of God called the Bible is complete with everything you need to live your life victoriously and triumphantly. And so I commend you unto God and to the word of his grace that is able to build you up and give you an inheritance among the saints. Have a glorious and a beautiful, blessed day ahead of you today. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. Also, I uh, would love to hear from you. You can link up with us on Instagram at Glow Broadcasting. Instagram at Glow Broadcasting. You can uh, send us a DM. You can um, you can send us a DM. You can also uh, follow us. Also, you can follow us on Twitter at Broadcast Glow. You can also uh, view all of our social media handle on mshay.ke slash glowbroadcastingmsha.ke slash glowbroadcasting. Also, you can follow us here on Anchor. Have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful day ahead of you. Remain ever blessed. Why? Because Jesus Christ is Lord. Peace. Bye for now.